0: Hi, I'm Jesse Hilbert, and welcome to Arthropod Adventures. This is episode 16 The Spider Hoarder. Today's arthropod can be found by the shores of wetlands or building tubes on the sides of a building. Can you guess what it is? Today's adventure takes us to the world of the black and yellow mud dauber. These insects are amazing for a variety of reasons that we will go into today, from their appearance to the spectacular things that they do with mud. Its scientific name is Cellophon cemeterium, another toughy. Its scientific name is pretty simple. The first part of its name, cellophon, means dry or dried up. And the second part of its name, cemeterium means mason or builder of walls now that part might not make sense now but they are tremendous builders as we will learn and they make things out of mud and mud tends to dry so i think you could see where it gets its name from and then its common name mud dauber as i've just mentioned it does use mud this insect is part of a special class of wasps, which is a whole group within the wasp family. And all of these are thread-waisted wasps, which just means it has a very skinny, almost waist, if you would think about your own waist and body, except in the case of an insect, and in the case of this wasp, after the head thorax, the abdomen is very skinny. It tapers out, as we'll talk about, but there is a very thin thread-like part. Now, most people think about wasps as bees and hornets, that they're these giant hives, right? These just these massive collection of things all in one area, but that's typically not the case. Most of them are solitary. We just are so used to seeing these large groups. And our wasp today, the mud dauber, is a solitary one, which means it lives alone. And we just need to stop thinking about the honeybees and the bald-faced hornet hives as the one-size-fits-all for bees, wasps, and hornets. When it comes time to identify these thin-waisted wasps, I want to really emphasize the thin-waisted part again. The abdomen th- starts off much thinner and then it starts to taper back out towards the back end. tapers that word we've used before, it means to get bigger as we go. And this insect sports a beautiful black and yellow colored body. The Most of its body, the three body parts is black, which is offset by yellow in many places. Uh, the yellow parts can vary depending on, upon the inv- individual but some of the places you will find the yellow are at the base of the antenna, in between the body parts, and also on the legs. Their wings are a long and black, brownish color, and sit atop of their bodies. This will be the first arthropod that we've talked about that does not produce a lot of eggs. Over the course of her life, a female will lay around 15 eggs, sometimes a lot less. When it comes time to mate, the male will deposit his genetic material into the female and she will store it inside of her until she is ready to fertilize her eggs. Once she is ready to lay those eggs, this is where the real fun starts. And you're about to learn one of the most awesomest, coolest things ever. And I know some of those weren't real words, but it's just so amazing, at least in my opinion. And something I didn't know until very recently in life the female lays her eggs in specially created nests and as the name suggests and as I alluded to in the opening these nests are made out of mud you will typically find them on the sides of buildings I know the school where I teach during the school year and the school where I work for summer camp are filled with these nests or at least the remnants of them The mud is collected by the females along the edges of wetland areas, swamps, ponds, rivers, anything of that nature. She will use her mandibles, which are her mouth parts, and to dig and collect mud. She will then fly while holding a ball of mud, which is a very good size compared to her body, to wherever it is that she decided to make her nest. Again, this is typically on a building under the eaves of a house or building somewhere that will be dry and safe from the elements. The nests are constructed in a cylindrical format. If you're not sure what cylindrical means, think like a paper towel tube, just smaller and with a bunch of them attached together. According to an article that I read from Colorado State University It could take somewhere between 30 to 40 trips to create a single chamber of the nest. Which is made by creating an arch around whatever structure they are building it on. Be sure to check out my show notes for plenty of pictures. You are going to want to see what these nests look like. Once you do, I'm sure you will have known that you've seen many of them in your life. Next comes the best part. And maybe the most gruesome. And honestly, it's the whole reason that I picked this arthropod. Once one of the cells is built, the female is off on the hunt. For spiders. That's right, this wasp hunts spiders. Once a spider has been located, the mud dauber hits it with a paralyzing sting. If you're not sure what that means, it would be like if you were awake but couldn't move. You're still feeling everything. Any pain would still be sensed, but you can never show it or try to fight back. This spider is then brought back to the nest and put into the cell. She will place upwards of a dozen spiders in here. Now, I don't want you to think this is all easy for the mud dauber. Again, spiders do eat all sorts of arthropods, so it's not always a guaranteed win and many a mud dauber do lose their lives to the spiders. But the lucky female mud daubers that do survive fill the cell, and once it's filled, will deposit an egg into that chamber as well, and then seal it with more mud. The female never uses this nest for herself. When she's not building, she can be found resting on a nearby branch. Once a series of cylindrical cells has been completed, she will add more mud covering over all of the cells for a little added protection. I think that maybe you can figure out what the spiders are for, but if not, let me share. These spiders will be the first meal for when the mud dauber egg hatches. The larvae sort of look like a maggot. If you've ever seen one of those, they are pale in color and legless, which is fine, because they don't need to move much at all. The larva will devour all of the spiders and then pupate. Because remember, insects, egg, larva, pupa, adult. Egg, larva, pupa, adult. These fully formed adults will then emerge early in the summer and start the life cycle all over again and lay their own eggs late in the summer. These larva will not pupate right away. They will overwinter and pupate in the spring and then emerge and start again. One of the most fascinating facts that I learned about this larval stage in the nest is that the first few stages of the larva do not defecate, which is a fancy word for poop. In fact, they couldn't even if they wanted to. They do not develop an anus until the last larval stage, usually asked after most if not all of the spiders have been consumed. Once they are in that stage and can poop, they do their business, then seal that mess at the bottom of their chamber. This is done so that the larvae are safe and away from the poop that could potentially have bacteria in it. Again, check out my show notes here. It's a must, I promise you, for some amazing pictures of the nest and the dead spiders. Thank you again to University of Colorado for this amazing resource. I hope you are lucky enough to see some of these arthropods as they are just spectacular to watch work. And as they are native to me here in Connecticut and can be found throughout the North America, as well as parts of Central America, South America and South Africa, you will also find adults flying from flower to flower to feed themselves in between building their nests and hunting for spiders. So the next time you happen upon our black and yellow mud dauber, I strongly encourage you to watch their adventures. Watching them gather mud is truly a sight to see. I bet after listening to this episode, you'll keep an eye out on the sides of buildings near water. I even imagine you'll find your new wasp friends. But please don't fear them. They don't want anything to do with you. They will only sting you if they are bothered, which takes a lot. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have an arthropod you would love to hear about, want to tell me what you think about the show, or found a mistake, please send me an email at arthropodadventurespodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Stay inquisitive and never stop learning. Your fun fact about me today is that I love to write poetry.